0: My fellow americans it looks like some things have changed are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what america is and what she represents if you want an abortion get one younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of america is the right thing to teach modern children we're not
1: going to make america great again
0: it was never that great when i drive into a neighborhood and there are american flags it's a message of white supremacy I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely
2: dismantle the police department.
0: If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is freedom, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principle and believe in ourselves, The future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government. And with three little words. We the people. We the people are free.
3: What is going on, my fellow domestic terrorists? Welcome back to another episode of We The People Radio. I'm your host, as always, James. Joining me is my good friend, my fat and ugly right-wing cigar king, Mr. Alan Jacoby. What's going on, dude?
4: Happy Lesbian Visibility Week, everyone out there, and especially to you, Kevin. Happy
3: Lesbian Visibility Week. Kevin's a big bull dyke, like our guest today. Uh, today we have a, a very special guest, the host of The Loud Majority, uh, a good friend of the show, Kevin Smith. Welcome, man! Thanks for coming on.
5: Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, you're your resident Long Island Dike. I uh, I tried out for the women's national soccer team, but I was just too good, so yeah. uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't uh, you should, you should
3: have went into powerlifting, or you know, I you're the local gym coach, the Bull Dyke <laughs> gym coach.
5: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I guess I, at this point, I probably could go to the Olympics for the deadlift, but
3: and that's what they're doing now. You'd that fit I, right I, in.
4: That is one thing I haven't seen yet, Kevin, on Long Island. Um, where we're both from, everyone out there, Kevin's from Long Island. So am I, If you don't know, is any maybe maybe you know, since you, you have your, your finger on, yeah. the, phone, what's going on in the schools, have we run into yeah. any transgender athletes uh playing sports in any schools in Long Island that you know of?
5: Not really. I know they started the uh, I know they started the all girls wrestling league, oh. uh, which you know, did that
4: in New Jersey too,
3: which
5: you know, great. I mean, have a good time. I I was a wrestler all through high school I I don't think that would go All too well For if they crossed over But you know I haven't seen too much Of that on Long Island and I think it's just because Of the pressure that gets applied Yeah uh, Also it's the fact that you know I'm sorry but a lot of the It seems like there probably would be more Of the transgender athlete thing going On if those people had any intentions Of being in sports to begin with But you know it's just, it, it blows my mind, and I, I talk about this all the time on my show. I want to know where all the women are that fought for title nine, that benefited from title nine. Where's Mia Ham? You guys are. I mean, we're all relatively the same age. You guys remember that the women's soccer team back in '99? They were they were the talk of the town. you know they, they they won the World Cup at Giant Stadium. They sold out the Meadowlands, a hundred thousand seats. Where's Mia Hammond? With Brandy Chastain, who took her shirt off, oh. on the cover of uh, Sports Illustrated. Where are these people?
3: They do Cowards is where they are. A bunch yep. of cowards. They don't. They, they don't want to get canceled because they're speaking out against this new agenda. Uh, you know, I heard. I heard the new thing is Elsa is going to be a big bull dyke as well on Frozen. Uh, they're 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 never going to stop. Gonna have and life. I don't. Think
4: Bulldikes now, and on, on Frozen, mm-hmm. yeah. The,
3: the main character is a big bulldike now.
5: Well, you know what I'm worried about? I'm I'm upset because I invested so much time with my niece learning every one of those damn songs from Frozen. Oh, <laughs> every song can, we
3: get, can we get a, uh, a quick little?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> that is, uh, you got to keep some things private. Oh, it's some things for, the
3: performance, Kev. Some things for
5: the <laughs> public. That I, I'm not. There's not a. Not a chance in hell.
2: I, <laughs> I, typical med spin. Typical, you know,
5: typical I, Mets game. I don't,
4: I don't, I don't see you as a uh, a guy who uh, joined chorus. And
5: no, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I played the cello when I was like in like fourth grade because I had yeah. to, but I sort of just sat there and just moved the bow
2: and, <laughs> and didn't like, play anything.
5: Hope that no one noticed that <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. Like, I was <laughs> like, I should be playing football instead i have this big gay wooden thing in my hand uh, it was really n- no need
3: and everything were you like fancy
5: in the tux. no 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 i, I was i was nine
3: was part of the orchestra oh, yeah, uh, I mean,
5: look, you had to be you know you had to either do band or, or orchestra or, or chorus or yeah, I, I,
3: I played I drums
5: know, I, it was bad
3: yeah, i bet but before before we get into a tangent about the clown world that we're cl- currently in tell our audience a little bit about your art your show the loud majority where they can find you uh give yourself a little plug and uh let our audience know what you're up to over there
5: oh yeah well you guys can go to rumble.com slash loud majority us or rumble.com slash lfa tv um part of a, a large uh group of podcasters that do their show uh we're on every day daily from eight uh nine in the morning to 7 p.m eastern time there's uh there's like seven or eight different hosts that are on there we're doing uh we do hour-long shows i'm on from one to two every day uh yeah and, and the loud majority started out but we started out really rallying around president trump in 2020 and uh and following the election, we got big into the school board races and local elections, and then we, uh, we did everything we could to help get Lee Zeldin elected in New York. and
2: Which turned and- out to be a good
3: thing. I-, I did not expect him to endorse Don Donnie.
5: Oh yeah, well, it's so funny. Alan knows if Alan watched the show today, he heard me call out one specific retarded person here on Long Island who owns a warehouse that nobody wants to go to. Uh, Yeah, one of
4: the America First warehouse,
5: big fucking retard. But uh, oh,
4: retard
6: alert! (laughs) Retard alert! Class.
5: Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of his, but uh yeah, who was like ah Lee Zeldin's a rhino. Donald Trump hates him, and I'm like, bro, I was eating dinner with Lee and President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Don't tell me, yeah. but you know that's what happens with people like that who don't eat so good.
4: We know, uh, we know that we know that Ron DeSantis was, was courting Lee Zeldin. He was friends with him for a long time. Like Adam Laxall, yeah. a lot of people did think, hey when they saw Lee Zeldin opening up for events, when Ron DeSantis was here on his yeah. book tour, yeah. Yeah. or even when Ron DeSantis came and held that rally, he was at that rally for Lee Zeldin trying to, when he was running for governor, you were there. So you yeah. would, a lot of people I, I get would think that, Hey, Lee Zeldin is going to be working on the DeSantis campaign in one aspect or another. Well, yeah. I, I was, I was so happy yeah. when he turned around and he gave his support to Donald Trump because I think, um, I think it's important. I think it's a big one. And well, you know, Robin, it's a
3: huge one. Yeah. I did not expect that at all. I really. Are,
4: is, are Lee
5: and Governor DeSantis friends? Yes. Yeah. Like, why? The fact that, like, we can't even, particularly on the yeah. right. Look, I, I've lost so many friends over right and left politics. And that's because most of them don't live in the same universe as the rest yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. But, like, okay, I, I don't know. I'm not going to bash DeSantis. No. Because I think that presidents need good govern need strong governors. On both sides, look. Joe Biden's COVID policy wouldn't have been as effective as it was, wouldn't have been as uh, as restrictive as it was, if he didn't have Jared Polis and Gretchen Whitmer and Kathy Hochul right. and uh, J.B. Pritzker and Gavin Newsom. Just as Donald Trump's economy, that's why it
3: backfired against Trump as well. Same same reason. Exactly. You didn't have strong governors
5: you need strong governors to back up your your political ends. Donald Trump, look, I love Donald Trump. I love a lot of stuff he did, but his economy wouldn't have been as successful as it was had he not had right. Florida and Texas right. and even 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 the rhino governors like like uh, Larry Hogan in in Maryland. You know, you need governors to back up your policies because if not states can just go, "Okay, I'm not doing that." Right. Well, the 10th, 10th Amendment for, for
3: that exact reason. What was that? The 10th Amendment's there for that exact reason.
5: 100%. So you need the governors. I mean, right now in 2023, for those watching exactly. nationally, there were three governor races up this year, um, Kentucky, Mississippi, and Louisiana. Two out of the three of them, the Louisiana gov- and Kentucky, are Democratic governors, which I don't know how. Explain that one to me. Doesn't make sense. Um, but those are winnable, and those are two more states that we can pick up.
3: Well, I, I say all the time, the China virus, it not only opened the eyes to a lot of people of the corruption that's going on and uh, the all-encompassing web that these people control everything, um, it also highlighted how much power governors have, how, how important it is to get involved in our local election. Mm-hmm. Because of this exact reason, like people, people never like there's so many people that I know that will vote every four years for the president, but they, they, they'll never, they don't give a shit about the governor, they don't give a shit about senators, congressmen, they only care about the presidential race. And mm-hmm. I think the, the, the China virus really changed that in a lot of people's eyes. Same thing with where you're going after this show. You're going to a school board meeting. Parents are activated. Mm-hmm. This they, showed so many people that we have to be involved in the things that are going on. Otherwise, you know, the, the government's not going to come and save us. They're going to make it much worse for us. So we have to get involved. We, the people, are the only people, the only ones that are going to stop this craziness from happening.
5: And you know it's so interesting that I'm not here to relitigate what happened yeah. in 2020. We all know what happened. That no. you know there there are some people that are living, they they can't get over 2020. You know I, I'm not voting because 2020. Well, you're I'm sorry, you're a dumbass. Okay, you're like the person who got cheated on, you know, back in high school. So you say that you're never dating ever again. Well, you're gonna die alone. Okay, in Michigan alone, Michigan's legislature is democrat plus one it's 43 to 42 you mean to tell me we can't flip one seat in the entire state of michigan mm. that we flip that gretchen whitmer loses all of her power then it doesn't matter what the governor has and that's yeah. a key swing state a Huge. Of aren't
4: paying attention to things like that and, and so like you said kevin you know people that just i'm not voting anymore because of 2020 and rah 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 i'm gonna stand my feet and we call them you know the the black pillars, everyone that wants to black pill everyone and just you know burn it all down, never vote. And those are the same people, like you said, who broke up with their girlfriend and now are going to be sitting home playing video games, listening to Coldplay all day in their gaming chair. Like I have
3: more respect for them if they had a solution. Like if they were like, All right, well, voting sucks and it doesn't work, like let's do this, this, and this instead. They don't even have a solution or a plan, it's just like everything is fucked let's just give up the government won. it's already over we might as well just microchip ourselves and go straight to the gulag save them some time that's
5: it i can't do that but you know there's so many people out there doing that my friend scott Pressler, he's on the ground in every state all over the country registering yep, voters going. slipping voters really making a difference and i see people doing that and i'm like why aren't each and every one of us doing that luckily alan you know what i've got planned here in new york for there yeah. for for that sort of stuff we'll be we'll be throwing that out in uh in a couple of weeks i can't wait but, uh, but well, you know
3: when it does come out and you let the people know definitely let us know and we'll we'll blast that as well i'll be you know, i'm uh, excited to hear it hear
5: because there's so many that look I, so i grew up lower middle class i was always hustling my whole life it didn't really matter what it was whether we were you know from from you know, betting riding our bicycles down a hill when we were kids, to racing cars, to doing all the doing everything we had to do just mm. to make a buck. And when you learn how to connect with people, and that's what the establishment Republicans today don't understand because so many of them have either been in power for 2,000 years. Right. Or they come from such exorbitant wealth that they don't get what regular people want. They want to claim they're, they're I'm a I'm a man of the people. And it's yeah. like, yeah, maybe. But you went to Harvard Law. So are you? I don't yep. think so. You're not you're of the so world,
3: far off the pulse of the of the people. It's it's insane. They have no clue what the average American, the blue collar. Uh, worker who's putting in 12, 12 14 hours a day mm-hmm. uh, just to put food on their table, especially now with the cost of of everything, they're they're working even harder. We're working two jobs, three jobs in some cases. Yeah, uh, they have no idea what the average American goes through. Like Dave Dave Rubin, a big influence. He's not a politician. He's out here saying, "Oh, uh, Desantis is a man of the people." Meanwhile, he just sold his mansion and moved to Florida for six million dollars uh, yeah. to, to fly. Like, Bro, are you – like, no, no average individual has a $6 million home and is just like, yeah, he's a man of the people. Right. You have no idea what the average American goes through every single day while your boyfriend's blowing your back out.
4: <laughs> you know, for one piece to come in the mail for, for just it's, – it's, it's, so,
5: it's so funny because Ruben's actually – Ruben's actually from up here on Long Island, and even when he says he's a man of the PM look, I watched Dave Rubin. I was a big fan of that whole intellectual dark web when it came up a couple of years ago with like him and him and Shapiro and Jordan Peterson and Rogan and all those guys. They had a huge influence on me. But even Dave Rubin's from Syosset. like Alan, you know. Yeah,
2: the,
4: yeah you're, you're you're the really
2: awesome. the,
5: the, the mates. The maids are rich in Syosset.
4: Right. Yeah, you're not. You're you're not middle class in th- there. Is middle class yeah. in Syosset, But most of Syosset is well into the upper upper class. And like you mm. said, Kevin, even yeah. that the help is making good money. Dave Rubin is exactly. not a middle He can't. Uh, to me, you know, it's another just- conservative grifter. Clicks and views. Buy this. Yeah. Buy that. Who's who's giving me a hundred thousand dollars to mention their their business on the show and things like that? It's you know is what it is. Yeah, well, I
5: mean, you know, be, obviously, what was
3: that? So it's just it's it's a huge problem in the conservative movement where we have all these inf- "quote unquote" influencers pushing this agenda, and, and like you said, Kevin, just like the politicians who are went to Harvard Law, these these influencers, they have no clue about the average American. They have no clue what what we like, what we're into. They only give a shit about how how we're lining their pockets
5: exactly and you know there's so many people out there that don't and look you can be regular and go to harvard at the same time you know a buddy i went to high school with you know average dude just happened to be brilliant and got into harvard but there's i was just talking to someone about this today that you, you can always tell just by asking the people how they feel about certain things so take a guy like dan crenshaw okay Dane Crenshaw had the perfect opportunity after that whole Saturday Night Live thing to really be a populist, to really be a man of the people. That's Look, man, you got made fun of on Saturday Night Live. You couldn't have come out and been a fighter and actually changed things. And what happened? He got to DC, he got back with all the other people he went to what school? Harvard. Yeah. With and it just became another rat of the swamp. And- And I think that's what bothers me the most about a guy like Crenshaw is that you know how do you know what a good politician could have done with that Saturday night live?
3: Oh, so, so much. He 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 could have had the entire party rallied behind him. He could have set up his the future of his political career with with just that one moment in time, uh, if if he handled it correctly. And he failed miserably, yeah. and he just showed that he's part of the establishment. And I think that happens to a lot of people that you know run for Congress and get in, and run run for office and get in. They they go in with these well intentions, and yeah. all of a sudden. They get hit with all this money sitting on their desk, all these, some people blackmail sometimes. There's so many different things that are being thrown at them that 99.99% of them just crumble underneath the pressure. Uh, and and he may be one of them. And to, to tap into the Harvard thing, Harvard, Yale, these Ivy League schools are a breeding ground for the establishment, a giant breeding ground for the establishment. People always forget that Jeffrey Epstein never went to Harvard, but somehow had an office in Harvard. Like they, they, these these elites all come from these places. Yale, another one, the Skull and Bones uh, secret society, where the Bush family. Uh, there's so many. Uh, there's so many uh, powerful politicians and celebrities and, and world leaders that went through these secret societies in oh, yeah. Ivy League schools.
5: Yeah, and you know what I say it all the time. If you go to an Ivy League school, the only way I trust you is if you played lacrosse. Because I know you're probably a bro and I can deal with you then.
2: You're a
3: Chad? But
5: that's just, that's, yeah, you're a total Chad. That's, that's just the Long Island to me,
3: though. Lacrosse is your litmus test for a total Chad?
5: Absolutely, bro. Because, well, no, it, it, n- not my total. But I know if you if you played lacrosse, you're okay.
3: What about hockey? I
5: no, I mean, look, I'm from Long Island. We play lacrosse. If you're from Michigan, you play yeah.
4: hockey. Yeah, lacrosse was the big Long Island. Long Island well, I
3: didn't, know, I didn't, I didn't know Long Island was big in lacrosse. I didn't know lacrosse was. Oh really yeah, big it's, in it's like
4: Long Island is like, Long
5: Island is like Texas high school football for lacrosse. I mean, if you suck, you get right you get looks from like top D one schools. Really? Oh yeah. But the thing is, is that if you're good at lacrosse, you don't get looked at by, you know, Miami or or uh, Michigan. You get looked at by Dartmouth.
3: Yeah, the big l- l- lacrosse schools, of course. But-
5: yeah, which, which I are mean. which are all the Ivies. I mean, I know. I mean, I I don't know them personally, but um, I've run into them numerous times, played against them. The guys from the Duke lacrosse scandal back in, uh, I was just back in say, 2006. Good thing
3: you, they didn't go to Duke.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, no, but like half of that team was from Long Island. Really? Matter of fact, one of the guys, one of the guys who got indicted, went to Chaminade, which is like the top private school out here on the island.
3: Yes really yeah and they got they got fucked they got so fucked those kids
5: you know that was the that was the moment for me i remember i was a junior in high school and i I remember thinking when that whole case was happening like you know oh they don't even care they don't even they didn't care what the truth was and it turns out that the book that got written about it was called it's not about the truth for those of you guys who don't know what I'm talking about, three members of the men's Duke lacrosse team in 2006 got accused of gang rape, and they were basically railroaded by a lunatic, by a lunatic accuser, and a rogue district attorney. And if those kids didn't come from money, because they all came from absorbent wealth, yes. absorbent wealth. One of the kids went to Del Barton in New Jersey, which where is
3: where like, from. Which yeah, which he is like, a great wrestling program too.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he went. One went to Del Barton. One went to Shamanad. If I had been on that team, I'd have stayed in jail for fourteen months.
3: Do you know how much it costs? At least when when I was in high school, I graduated in 07, to go to Del Barton.
5: I can't imagine.
3: So it, it was thirty thousand dollars a year when I in, in two thousand and seven. Now, now they're even a bigger school. Their football program is huge. They're mm-hmm. like they, they just had a national champ, uh, Patrick Glory, uh, for Princeton. Just won a national championship in wrestling. He's from Del Barton. Um,
5: so you know, I mean, if those, oh yeah. if, if those kids didn't have the money they had, their lives would be ruined,
3: to- totally destroyed. And it happens to so many. It happens to so many people. Oh yeah, so there were these.
5: There were dudes. two kids from the Bronx. They went to. Um, Oh, I can't think of the I can't think of the parochial school they went to but they went up to uh I think it was Holy Trinity or Sacred Heart in Connecticut they got accused of raping some white girl from Long Island they got thrown out of school they got their scholarships taken away turns out once they got to discovery the girl admitted that she liked a third guy and didn't want that third guy to find out that she had just gotten double teamed in a bathroom. So she cried rape. And now these two kids got thrown out of college. They were the first ones in their families to ever go to college. And look, I'm not a big proponent of college. I went, it was a waste of money, but if you're an inner city kid, education is the way to get out. And the fact is
3: in many cases, Yes.
5: Yeah. Where's their retribution? Where's their, what department do you go to to get your, your reputation back?
3: No, because the the headlines don't come back and say, oh, he was exonerated, completely innocent. The the, uh, whole story was fabricated by the accuser. Like, you don't see those headlines ever. You only see the headlines of, you know, star college athlete uh, accused of rape. Uh, all over all over the place. And in today's in 2023, it's no longer innocent until proven, proven guilty. It's guilty until proven innocent for many people in many cases. Um, and, and it's and it's really sad that's happening to a, a, a lot of the
4: use the word innocent and everything. It's oh well, he's he was found not guilty. It doesn't mean he was innocent. You know, you get what you yeah, such, which is such
5: shit. You know, what I mean, and then look, there are some cases where that is true. OK, um, what was his name? What was his name? Uh, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, I mean, right. Casey Ante, let's be honest here. Does the criminal justice system get it right every single time? No, of course no. it doesn't. If it, if it did, I don't know, the entire Biden family would be in prison.
4: Especially if you're a conservative in the D.C. district court. You never get it. They're never going to get it right.
5: <laughs> yeah. Or if you're or if you're a Republican in Manhattan.
4: Right. That's, you know, uh, go ahead, Alan. So I, I wanted to just I wanted to swing back to because I we were talking about Lee Zeldin and I just wanted
2: to go back to hockey a,
4: style. I have my, my my eye on them. The New York congressional delegation. All right? <laughs> I'm not I'm not too happy with most of them. Um, I think Kevin, you, you agree in some some aspects. But what do you think their uh, take is going to be on the uh, presidential primaries?
5: I think that three of them are going to sit back. Well, I'm, t- I'm talking about Long Island here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I-, I think three yeah. of them are going to sit back until they know that Donald Trump is going to win, and then they're going to use him to uh, fundraise. Right. That would yeah. be Nick Lalota, Andrew Garbarino, and Anthony diaz Esposito mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, the fourth yeah. one that we're all supposed to hate, George Santos, he's, I'm pretty sure he's already come out and endorsed he's Trump. Already, yeah, he's, he's, he's already, already endorsed on Trump. On
4: team Trump. George is 100% Team yeah. Trump. I mean,
5: uh, uh, Congresswoman Stefanik has endorsed Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and I think Claudia Tenney. But the mm-hmm. Long Island delegation—look, I'm going to tell you guys about the Long Island delegation of Republicans, okay? Uh-huh. They, they, they never wanted Donald Trump. Nope. They They, I mean, look, they'll, they'll they'll ride his coattails right to the finish line, okay. but they didn't want it because the, what Donald Trump represents is what I represent. It's, it's just regular people who don't care that your dad was a judge. It's regular people. Oh, really, your uncle Jimmy was promised an assembly seat back in 1972, so now we're going to make you a congressman. We don't put that. That is the swamp. Yes. It is the fact that you can't break in to these things unless your father is a donor or your dad is, a, uh, is, is the head of the conservative party or all this crap. You're, I mean, there's, you're there's so many people on Long Island, young people my age, younger than me, who get so disillusioned with party politics that they go, yeah, I'm done with this. I'm just going to go, you know, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm done.
2: Yeah. I, I,
3: they, they're it, all. They're also. They're also getting crushed in the culture war as well. Because back to what we were saying earlier, they they have no clue. They don't have their finger on the pulse of the people that they represent. None of they them don't do. care.
4: Mm-hmm. They don't care. Especially, exactly,
3: exactly. Alan. they don't give a shit.
4: Especially the Nassau County and the Suffolk County GOP, which I, you know, very bad taste in my mouth. And I've been involved with the Nassau GOP off and on. And back when I was 18 years old, I was an executive committeeman. My uncle was an, an executive leader of a club. Dude. He was a, a prominent Nassau County official. I had a county job at 18 years old. I, ha, I had it made. It was all political. What can you do? What can you do? How much money can you raise for the party? If I stuck around and I went to college, I would have, I would have been running for something back when uh, Joe Mondello was, was uh, chairman of the Nassau GOP and Tom Galata was county executive. And at 19 years old, I'm working for Tom Galata and the county executive at the time. Doing absolutely nothing, but I was part of the Republican Club, and it was great. That and that, but they, they never grew out of that. It was it, it, the the party is obsolete because they don't care about the regular citizen of Nassau County or Suffolk County. It's just like what Kevin said: if you're deep rooted, you're deep rooted. I got sat down in the chairman's office when I was 19 years old, saying, "Go to college, go to law school. You could be whatever you want. I'll even make you a judge. I'm the kingmaker. Yeah. This is the path you can take. All right." Yeah. And and I that's It'd not selected
2: just like that.
4: Yep. That's, it's not what I wanted. And it's still like that. It's whose turn is it now to run for this? Exactly. How much money did you raise for your club, for the committee? Which club raised the most money for the county committee? Because we'll see if we have a candidate from that club. It's all bullshit. They hate Donald Trump and they, but they will grift off his name when it's needed and it could make them money. For their
5: campaign. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's so interesting too. Cause look, I don't like them. They don't like me. I don't pretend to like them. I walk into their fundraisers. I don't pay. I drink for free. It's very exciting because none of them have the balls to throw me out because I wouldn't leave. But me, I do it all the time. It's it's. It's, I'm going to be honest with you. It's actually a lot of fun. But it, it's so much fun being in a room full of people that I just talked shit about on my national show and have them go, Kevin Smith, man, great to see you. And I'm like, yo, you don't like me. I don't like you. I'm waiting for my old fashioned. Get away from me.
3: Right. Stop, like, stop being fake.
5: Yo, but once you, once a real person gets interjected into that world, I cannot tell you how many top dollar donors have come to me and they've been like, yo, I don't know who you are, but you scare the shit out of these people. And I'm like, because they have nothing. What are you going to take from me? You get what? You're not going to let me run for Suffolk County legislator in 30 years. I'm good, bro. Right. I'll be hey, okay. I'll be totally look. If, if the devil came up from underground right now and said, I am sentencing you to a life of torture. He would make me the state party chairman for the GOP.
2: <laughs> there
5: is nothing on earth I would like to do less than have that. And look, if that's your aspiration, that's fine. Some people grow up and they dream of playing for the Jets. If that's what you want to do, good for you. Right. I would never play for the Jets because they're the Jets.
2: But
3: Bro, we have a bone to pick right now. I saw your post about Aaron Rodgers earlier. Uh, this we got a bone to pick, my friend. Nobody are, you, are you a fucking uh, a G Men fan? A Giants fan? G Men, <laughs> bro, get out of here with your garbage. Get out. With oh your yeah, sorry. I, I,
5: I, w- I would pick up my hands, but they're too heavy with
3: the rings. Yeah, I got nothing. I'm <laughs> I got look, literally, look, I got nothing. Look. First of all, what did the Jets that. ever do to you? What What did the Jets ever do to you? We've done nothing. We're shit. It's, it's
5: your insufferable fan base. Mm.
3: That's how, that's what I feel about the Giants. I can't.
5: It's, you know what? Look, I'm a Mets fan, so I can only use the whole we've got all these rings thing in one sport.
3: Yeah, well, so I'll, I, I'll I'll flip that on you because I'm a Yankees fan and yeah. my, my rings are way heavier than your Giants rings.
5: Oh, no, they absolutely are, especially when, you know, there were only six teams in the league set you up for that one.
3: Uh, <laughs> championships are championships, and we still, we still, we still won more in in modern in the modern era than the Mets have. So, uh, <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah. been,
5: I've been working on these arguments my whole life. i all oh, meet
3: you and me both, my friend. <laughs> you know, it's, like, you it's so self.
5: funny too. So, I was uh, I was at a, a fundraiser at City Field for a candidate, and uh, I was talking to a bunch of the people that were there, and one person was a very famous um New York sports talk radio guy and he asked me and I'll, I'll tell you who it, who the guy was afterwards and he asked me he was like so where did you learn how to do this and how to do like political radio and I was like well I watched the best to ever do it and he goes oh who Rush Limbaugh and I was like no him and I pointed over at Craig Carton
3: oh yeah I love Craig Carton I'm a big fan I
5: mean, think about this think about this right how good do you have to be at your job to rob your boss and then get rehired
3: yep craig Carr is a fucking legend dude
5: but like that's why i think that that's why i think that this new era of podcasting is not there's anything wrong with talk radio because it did its job for a very long time sure. guys like hannity and Levin and limbaugh legends legends in the game but they're more like radio host Thank announcers you. where young podcasters like me now grew up watching Mike and the mad dog and Craig Carton and Steve Summers. And I do politics from a radio perspective.
3: I love Steve Summers, dude. I miss that it's, it's so funny that you bring this up because I moved out to Vegas in 2018 and there's very few things that I miss about back East, the food, the bagels, the pizza and sports talk radio. I oh, yeah. miss Francesa, I miss uh Joe Beningo. I I miss all of those guys in the morning. There's guys that I hate like Evan Roberts. I can't stand that guy wearing, wearing his mask every day like a fucking clown. Uh but no
5: one cares about the Brooklyn Nets, bro.
3: No, no one gives a shit about the no Nets no one
5: cares about the Nets.
3: No, and no one no one cares about hockey boomer.
5: Nobody cares about hockey boomer. Yo, he's
3: I, he's, I, probably, I, he's probably punching air. I'm sure I'm sure you're a Rangers fan as well. Mm-hmm. You must be punching air right now. Five yeah, for one well, in yeah. the first two games.
5: You know, it's uh, – hockey was always my – well, you know what? It was so interesting about hockey with me when it came to sports. It was the only sport I didn't play, so it's the one that mm-hmm. I followed the least. Fair. Just because it was – you know, there was no time between basketball and, you're and wrestling. Well, and
3: you're a lax, bro.
5: Yeah, that's it. I'm a lax, bro. It's, it's just relaxed. hockey, but
3: bigger. Yeah, and skates.
5: Yeah. No, I mean, look, I, I, when I watch it, I enjoy it, but it's it's probably – It's probably the sport where I'm like – Man,
3: I fi- I figured you'd be a big Rangers fan. You just look like a, one of those the miserable Rangers fans. Uh, <laughs> well,
5: I definitely, I definitely well, I'm like my best friend is a huge Ranger fan. So, yeah. so I, I like yeah. I, I became one because he wouldn't put on the Islanders. So I was like, all right, this team is on. I'll just. Keep watching them
3: before Alan punches himself in the face or eats a eats a glass bottle because he hates sports.
4: No, I'm just ah. I'm just smoking my cigar. This is like watching paint dry. I'm good. You guys can carry on with this boring. Let's, let's, let's circle back
3: and talk about some of the things that are going on. So, Kevin, I saw your show this afternoon. You had a pretty solid take on the uh the whole Tucker Carlson thing uh that's going on. And uh I think we're all in agreement, and I'm sure everybody that's watching can agree that this is one of the dumbest moves in the history of any, any business move ever like yeah. up there with Bud Light putting Dylan Mulvaney. This probably is even more uh, catastrophic because it's so obvious that they shouldn't do this. Um, what do you think Fox's agenda is behind this? Uh, I have my take, but I I'd like to get yours.
5: Um, I I think that they don't like the populist move. No. Um, I think that they are living in the yeah. 1990s. With their foreign policy, I think Rupert Murdoch has never evolved. Only name uh, named in
3: the Maxwell case. What was that? One of the only one of the one of the two names that were named in the Gizling Maxwell case, Rupert Murdoch. Oh, really? Yes.
5: Yeah. No, they. Uh, you know, I, I think that they're just stuck in the past. You know, animals that don't evolve go extinct, and the cable news model, in and of itself, twelve minutes commercial, twelve minute commercial, twelve minute commercial, six minutes wrap those days are over you know it, i mean even if you if you ever watch tucker carlson when he's on adam carolla or when he goes on dave rubin or when he goes on any of the podcasts you can see he said he openly says it that he's jealous of these people that he's jealous of what they have i mean i know you were talking about Dave, but dave rubin's studio is in his garage yeah like adam carolla has a, a, a mechanic shop on the other side of his studio. Right. While Tucker Carlson is stuck in this very rigid format where you don't really get to discuss your points. You don't really, you have a guest on, they say four sentences, you cut them off, go to commercial and sell uh, catheters. Where, yeah. you know, we've been going for what, what the hell are we at now? 45 minutes we've been going and it's just free <laughs> It's just, it's fun. Exactly. It's very laid back and that, that format of cable news is dead. 100 they don't and I think they're trying to hold look and another reason why it's dead not that I'm taking happiness in any of this or anything but you know the boomer generation they're dying off yeah people don't watch cable anymore today I went over it on my show today Tucker Carlson is the highest was the highest rated cable news host the highest rated cable news host with an average of 2.6 million viewers a night mm-hmm. in 2006. Jay Leno on The Tonight Show had 6 million viewers a night. Right. Mm-hmm. Today, The Today Show gets 1.2 million. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, The Tonight Show. And that's yeah. The Tonight Show. The biggest, like, the longest-running television legacy. I mean,
2: oh, hell, The true. Tonight Show
4: goes back to radio. Mm-hmm. Right. Listen, the, fa- the fact of the matter is, Kevin, well, one, you're absolutely right, but it's, you know, in the age of of... We're we're now in the age of podcasts and alternative media, and it's dominating all platforms. You know, uh, Fox News just basically committed suicide, but like any cable news, they've been on their way out because mainstream media is dead, and that's the yeah. thing. Media has changed so drastically. And now people are going other places. Older people, yeah, that they'll still watch their Fox News and their MSNBC and all that bullshit. But mm-hmm. all the younger generation, and even listen, some you getting some of the boomers that are that are coming over to decentralized media, like yep, which is now the most important media, <laughs> like like your show, our show, other shows out there, Mike Crispy, Anna Perez, all you know, all the Steak for Breakfast, all of them, and. Mm-hmm. Because they want real views from real people, just people shooting the shit, talking about the authenticity, on out there, authenticity, not news actors. And Tucker mm-hmm. didn't want to be a news actor. I've been saying Tucker Carlson should have left since 2020. I've been saying it, you know, mm-hmm. after that, that he could be the another mm-hmm. Joe Rogan. Just just as uh, talk about yeah. size wise. Of, of of political commentary and how he wants to do it. And I, listen, I think he's going to land somewhere and he's going to do something on his own independent and he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. And people are... You know, in, in cable news, are not going to be happy about it because he's going to dominate and take so much away from them. And I'm excited to see what happens. Oh, it's
5: gonna, it's gonna drain the life out of the system. Because look, let's just put this into perspective here. I'm gonna do a little bit of math. I'm gonna do a little bit of math in real time. Where the hell is my calculator? i <laughs> right. I'm gonna do a little bit of math in real time here. Okay. So the average subscription <laughs> service is ten bucks a month. Uh-huh. Ten. So 10 bucks a month times 12 Tucker Carlson has 3.5 million viewers nightly on a good night. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's say he got, I don't know, 15% of that. Sure. That's half. Well, uh, you know what? I'm going to use round numbers because that'll be way easier. 3 million viewers a night. Let's say he got 20% of that to subscribe. Mm -hmm. That's half a million viewers. What? 120, let's see. 120 times. Nope. Let me try that again. 120 times half a million viewers. That's 60000 dollars a year. Right. I, I'm, I'm sorry, $60 million a year.
4: Million.
5: He pulls in on just paid subscriptions. Not including that revenue. And now that He's been canceled by Fox news. Look, I got for you. Tucker Carlson goes on rumble tomorrow, makes a video that says, Hey guys, I'm starting my own subscription service. Here's the link. I'm signing up right there. It's over.
3: Yeah. Oh, everybody, all the boomer sweats. They're all come. They're all going to sign up for Tucker. Cause so many people tuned in to Fox strictly because of Tucker. And I've been saying this for years. I like I, I always had an issue with Tucker Carlson. I've been very harsh uh, of him over, over the course of uh, for many years, actually since well before 2020. But my reason was he always covered only surface level stuff. He only, he only got into the the, the very surface level. Like when he had Tony Bobulinski on and he could have asked some really hard hitting questions. He just let him skate by, didn't ask any follow-ups uh, when he was, he mentioned George Soros. He had to be reprimanded and couldn't mention it again. Like, I was very skeptical of him, and I always said if he really wanted to speak the truth and talk about what's really going on, uh, he could very easily leave Fox and make just as much money, if not more, than Fox could ever pay him. He has his own studio at his house in Maine. He does most of his work up there anyway for Fox. It will be very, very easy for him, for his producers are going to follow him wherever he goes. They're already leaving, jumping ship and following him. So he, he like you said, he could very easily hop on Rumble. He'll have 5 million subscribers within an hour, and, mm-hmm. and he'll put out his first episode, and it'll skyrocket. You could really see his mentality, and I really enjoyed uh, – his guest spot on the full send podcast with the Nelk boys. And yes. he was re- really reflecting about his life in media and how he was saying how, you know, I I'm really like starting to notice that I was a huge part of the problem and how the media is so controlled. And I, I regret back in the Iraq war and I regret, you know, making fun of people and not listening to them when they were actually speaking the truth, but because of, You know how I was raised. My father was in media. I've been in media my entire life. Like I didn't know any different, and I thought I was doing the right thing. But now, seeing how it's actually working, and taking a step back, I realized that I was wrong in many cases. And you know, I'm seeing a changed man, in my opinion.
5: Well, I think there's a difference between being elite and an elitist. Yes. Okay, so Tucker Carlson is no doubt a member of the elite he hosts a primetime show on cable news his stepmother owns like the company that makes all the microwave dinners out there his mm-hmm. father was a member of the press corps mm-hmm. but he's not an elite okay donald trump billionaire real estate mogul from manhattan definitely a member of the elite mm-hmm. but not an elite ist don lemon however is an elitist, he knows he's better than the people that are around him just by the way he treats his co hosts.
3: The way he by treated the, way by he the average person grabbing their cock.
5: Yeah, well, look, I have no love loss for Poppy Harlow and uh Caitlin Collins, but when you do a show with three people, we're doing it right now. Sometimes you got to shut up and let the other people talk.
4: He mm-hmm. doesn't do that, and he, he's a diva. Mm-hmm. He what happened to him the other night with what's his name? He had on, um, the oh, the, yeah. yeah. And and they were yelling at him in his earpiece, and he was basically saying, I can't get a thought through if you keep talking in my ear. Like, he said it on air, you know? I think that is what –
5: I think that's why he got fired. I think so, too. Because, Because I've got two questions, okay? Either those producers were going, shut the fuck up. What are you doing? Or they were feeding him talking points.
4: And, and yeah, it could be, and maybe he wasn't. What did he 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 said to said to him like, "Oh, well, you're brown or whatever you are," and kind of yeah. like you know, it, it was it was wild how he was talking to him. Listen, Don Lemon is is no real value lost to to CNN. He he failed at prime time. They threw him on the morning show. He had nothing but problems. Mm-hmm. Nobody was watching. Mm-hmm. But still, I I didn't I don't want to see him fired. I don't want to see anybody deplatformed because we need these idiots. In my opinion, we need these idiots there so we can point them out, like the those those twats on the View over there, you know, doing the wave because Tucker Carlson got 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 fired. You know, keep them around because we need Whoopi the Hut. We need that cat, Anna Navarro and that that piece of garbage beast Joy Behar. We need them so we can point out. Look, this is what is the problem with America and media is. You know.
5: So I have a so I have a confession to make I have a I have a slight connection to the view. Um I went to two high schools on Long Island. I went to Comac and I went to Lindenhurst. Rosie O'Donnell graduated from Comac and Joy Behar taught at Lindenhurst. Yeah. So I, I do have to say that I uh, you know, I, I'm sorry that I uh,
3: did she teach I, you in Blackface?
5: I, nah, she was she was an English teacher in Lindenhurst. She wasn't there when I was there because she's older than Christ.
4: Yeah, she's like but, 106.
5: Yeah, you know, she was she was around for uh, for the days of radio, but uh, she. Oh, uh, uh,
4: not to interrupt you, but someone in my rumble chat over here. I can't even see it because I'm blind. Uh, so, uh, holy shit, Sovic shit or something like that. Literally is the name he said. Kevin Smith is the new Rush Limbaugh. Ah, uh, well, I don't know who <laughs> that guy gold is, mic. but I'm is putting it? that on a t-shirt. You need a gold microphone now. You gotta get the gold microphone.
5: Yo, first off, Alan, you know damn well if I did that, Crispy would abuse me. Of course, of course, He yeah. would just go, "Who do you think you? Oh my, I'm definitely." And now
2: you know, I
4: might I have to buy you one just just to get. Yeah, now you have.
3: We got the right. We have we have the right wing cigar king and the new Rush Limbaugh on the show today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> we you got know a, a lineup.
5: I think I'm gonna spray paint this mic tomorrow after the show.
4: Spray painted gold, get the like no, the Spray painted
5: gold, gold. just like, oh yeah, just go, yeah. Here you
4: go. This is the Long Island white trash gold microphone. I'm gonna spray it. Oh yeah,
2: come on,
5: bro.
4: You gotta make a whole video about how you're making
3: this white trash gold mic.
5: <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the Tom McDonald of, of of fucking radio.
3: You might as well, you might as well burn that Mets hat while you're at it too. Um,
5: oh wait a minute, I got it somewhere on here. <laughs>
4: I meant to text Mike Crispy today too and ask him if he got the call from Fox to replace Tucker Carlson yet because of his, uh, his, uh, his Tucker Carlson, uh, tonight set up. So I'll
5: tell you a little something about LFA TV. It's, um, first off it's, it's one of the greatest collections of hosts, uh, around Jeremy Harrell, Sean Farish, Anna Perez, Isabella Moody, uh, Mike Crispy, Will Johnson, Ryan Mata. Uh, we have a lot of fun, but, We're all in a group chat together and we all text about each other's show when that person is on.
2: (laughs) We don't have time
5: to like like the person doesn't know what they're saying. Like the other day, I was like, yo, crispy, where did you get that jacket from? Did did, he was wearing like a like because he thinks he's Roger Stone? He, 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 he He was wearing like a like a yep. seer sucker jacket. And I was like, yeah, when you bought that, did it come with the uh, original blend of herbs and spices?
3: It's funny that you say that because so many people that listen to our show, me and Alan bust each other's balls on air all day. Uh, I do another show at Garrett Goldsby; We bust each other's balls all day. And there's so many people that listen from all over the world uh, in the United States and they don't get it. They're like, there's no way that you guys could be friends talking so much shit to each other. Not uh, friends. <laughs> that's, that's like the East coast way of showing love. Like if I'm not talking shit to you, I don't like you. Like if I'm not busting oh, your balls, I don't like you. I love those types of relationships. And it's awesome that, that the, the crew at LFA, they're that close that You guys could just bust each other's balls. Oh, yeah. all day.
5: And, and it's so funny too. So like before we got together as LFA, as LFA TV, um, I didn't know Anna Perez. I didn't know Jeremy Harrell. I didn't know Will. I didn't know Matt. But Crispy, me and Sean, we all friends. We're all Long Island guys. And the fact that we've been able to gel so well together is uh is, is really incredible. And it really is a testament to to what Jeremy Harrell's been able to put together over at LFA TV. Yeah. Uh we've got we've got the two biggest female savages on planet earth, uh Anna Perez and Isabella Moody. They terrify me. Oh even Isabella
4: like, Moody's been on fire on Twitter you know, She is yo. The if
5: anyone needs a laugh, yeah, just go to Isabella Moody's Twitter comments. Go in the comments section. You're gonna die. Oh,
3: people just people people up in the comments.
4: Gee. She followed me a couple weeks ago and I was like, I messaged. I was like, I don't know whether to be honored or afraid.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Like, here we go. The other day, this is a couple months ago. She put up a status that said fat people shouldn't be able to vote. I like her.
3: I like her a lot. That's me and Alan talk about this all the time.
5: She was like, and she goes right after. She's like, look, if you can't decide correctly how much to eat, you shouldn't be deciding on who the president is. And I'm just like, yo, you are fucking hilarious. I like her a
3: lot. That's, uh, that's definitely, uh, my type of take.
5: Yeah. She's great. But like, you know, it's, it's the, the amount of characters we've put together here. And like you said, it's real. It's fun. Mm-hmm. That's it. People want authenticity. That's- I am who I am on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> every day of the week. And yeah. if you don't like that, that's okay. Cause it's, it's so interesting. When you look at, when you look at politicians in America, okay, Mm-mm. who are the two most popular politicians? One on the right, one on the left. You well, know, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, and who
3: else? And, and who on the left? Um, Obama.
5: No,
4: Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie Sanders. i,
3: okay. at, I not in order, but he was at one point. Yeah. I already said that if if he they put him instead of Sleepy Joe, it's more believable. That's actually oh, yeah, a yeah. believable argument.
5: But here's the thing: is that. Look, I don't agree with Bernie Sanders. I actually have to meet him in college. I'll tell his story in a second. But I don't, and I don't, I don't agree with anything he says. But you know what? He believes what he believes. He actually Error. believes that all these things are good for America and for people, and that's why it's the politicians, like, like Kamala Harris, who go,
4: "Oh yeah, oh my, which way, which way yes. is the wind blowing? Yeah, who am I Those are the ones people hate." I,
3: I. I, I, I... Would agree with you until 2016 and 2020 happened with with old Bernie Sanders and he got screwed out of the Democratic nomination and then uh turned around and endorsed both Hillary and Joey Bag of Donuts. Uh mm-hmm. probably took a nice fat bag of cash home with him to buy his fourth uh vacation home. I did um, love
5: that. I did love Mike Bloomberg. You're the only socialist in America who has three houses.
3: Yeah. I so like, I, 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 I think he puts up that that facade that he truly believes this, but I I still think he he, he'll take a bag real quick uh, to do something.
4: I think he believes it for the American people, but not himself. Like, well, look, Stalin had how many houses? Exactly.
3: And that's the whole thing with socialism and and communists anyway. He's an elitist. So he'd be in his ivory tower while us peasants are fighting for scraps, you know, eating our dogs like they are in Venezuela.
5: I was just gonna say, there's only one fat person in Venezuela, and that's Nicolas Maduro.
3: Exactly. Uh, who, is,
5: who is gigantic, by the way? Have you ever seen him standing next to like regular sized people? He's like six ten.
3: Is he really? He's like he's, he's like Aaron Trump, but Venezuela. You know,
5: he's, you know what? Let's see. How how? I didn't
4: realize he was that he was that tall.
5: Nicholas. How the hell do you spell
4: Nicolas? N i c h o l a s, I believe.
5: But yeah, it's it's one of those names I can't spell. Yeah. Mitchell, uh, that wasn't even was close.
3: Maduro. <laughs> it was, yeah.
2: wow. it's,
5: just, it's just six three.
3: All right, maybe I made
5: that up, or maybe I'm just short. Too
3: close. Maybe, maybe someone next to him was like Allen's height, and
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah no, was- made him look like he's fucking massive, like he's Andre the Giant. 6'3 six, three, six, three is pretty, pretty, pretty tall though. I wish I was that tall,
5: uh, dude. If mean- I was, if, if I was six three, I'd be in the pros. <sighs> For what? I, I'm I'm
4: Trump at six nine.
5: Football, but the problem was is that they came up to me at high school and they were like, "Oh, a five foot five white running back from Long Island. Yeah, we don't need you."
2: Oh yeah,
3: Pey- Peyton Hillis called. <laughs>
5: yeah, there's look, there's there's there was Peyton. There's one every generation. Okay, there's Peyton Hillis, and then there was a uh, 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 Danny Woodward.
3: Danny Woodhead, yeah, he was in the Jenny jet. Danny Woodhead, yep. and there
5: hasn't been, and, and now there's Trisha McCaffrey. Trish McCaffrey. There's one yeah. every fifteen years.
3: Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, doesn't happen often. It, it definitely no. does not happen often.
5: No, yeah. Peyton Hillis had to die so I could have a shot, and
3: you, you lost that battle.
5: <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I've been saying the same thing about comedy. You know, I'm waiting for Kevin James to die so I can get a TV show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the King of Long it's Island like- instead of King of Queens
5: that's it baby i mean look he's from he's he's from uh he's from the island so just like how he had to wait he had to wait for farley to die and i have to wait for him to die
3: (laughs) i wish farley didn't die though he was a fucking legend man
5: dude yo when i yeah so i went to milwaukee and i when i was in when i was in wisconsin i drove the four hours to madison just to go to that guy's grave like he's he's probably one of my biggest idols.
3: Oh, yeah. uh, it was one of all time greats. One hundred great
5: I mean, you know, and I that was the era I grew up in. We were talking about it before. I was talking about it on the show today. How I don't want institutions like the Tonight Show and Saturday Night Live to go away. I want them to be funny again. Yeah. That's- I mean SNL was always political. Chevy Chase pretended to be Gerald Ford back in the 70s yeah. like a bumbling idiot, even though even though Gerald Ford was probably the most athletic president we've ever had. The only difference was it was still funny. Yeah. Even when Tina Fey was doing uh, uh, Sarah Palin, like she definitely hated her. She Mm -hmm. definitely didn't vote for her. She was definitely trying to make Sarah Palin look like an idiot, but it was funny. Uh Now it's just not funny.
3: Well, I, I, I think, like, when Alec Baldwin was playing Donald Trump, if he was funny, I guarantee Donald – like, they've been doing impersonations of Donald Trumps since forever, like, since the guy has existed. Yeah. Comedy Central did a whole roast of the guy where people just went up on stage and made fun of him for an hour and a half. Like, the guy could take a joke. The guy – like, uh, wh- I think it was um, Whitney Cummings or whatever her name was. She's like, yeah, I met I met Donald Trump once at the roast, and I went up there – And I roasted him and I said all these things and I was so terrified to go backstage and, and, you know, look this guy in the eye after I just, just like eviscerated this man on TV. And after the show, he came and found me and goes, Wow, that was awesome TV. Yeah, like, it's yeah. it? The guy gets it. He understands. So, like, if it was funny, I'm with you, dude. If SNL was funny, I'd still tune in, even if they were making fun of Donald Trump and trying to make him look bad or political in any way. Like, if it was funny, if there was good laughs, it's it's just shit. It's the same recycled garbage that they've been using for, for so long.
4: Did you see that, literally- cringy, that cringy act that they just had with the uh- – yep the 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 tranny getting lowered by the from the ceiling or what yeah. I mean, whatever. What like, no, I, I do I, not I,
2: see I, it
5: So they they had like a it's their first non-binary character. That's right. Or their the, the first non-binary cast member. Yeah. Which like, bro, this isn't a TED talk. Mm. Like, just just make me laugh. Make, make me laugh. Yeah. You know, it's not. I don't care about your moral stance on. It's not like SNL was ever populated by right-wingers, you know, from from the early days of, of Steve Martin and uh, and uh, Bill Murray. Well, yeah. oh, they were always liberals. They, they were funny. Even the writers, like Bob Odenkirk and Conan O'Brien. Like, uh, I mean, hell, one <laughs> SNL writer made it to the Senate. Uh, what, the hell was the, what the hell was his name?
4: Oh, shit. The one from Minnesota. I see his face. Al Franken. Yes. Okay, he was a writer?
5: Yeah, he was uh, well. He was very. He he has a very famous uh, SNL bit where he plays Stuart Smiley, where he's where he's with Michael Jordan and he's giving him like a pep talk.
3: I don't know that one. Oh
5: yeah, he's he's like looking. He's got Michael Jordan looking in a mirror. He's like, "People like me, and I'm a OK on my own," or all this shit. It's
4: hilarious. It's hilarious. They need to make. That's a problem with comedy overall. Is uh, as a matter of fact, I was watching a. uh, I was watching a podcast, Mike Malice and uh, Dave Landau yesterday and how, you know, comedy is just, it, it, it's, it's not funny anymore because most comedians are towing the line, being careful, walking on eggshells, not to offend anybody because everybody gets offended by dark humor. Now. I mean, you can't even tell dead baby jokes anymore.
3: No, yeah. no. <laughs> Alan, 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 Alan was telling us last week about his, his grandfather who is a world war uh, two. Yeah, my
4: grandfather died. A, 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 a World War II hero. He fell out of the guard tower at Auschwitz. Now now I'm I'm an I'm an anti-Semite for saying that. I you know yeah. you you, you so can't, is
2: this, you can't
3: is this,
4: tell Jew jokes or black jokes anymore. I might be racist. Just a bit. Yeah.
3: Oh, where's the sound? What the fuck? I don't know. Hold on.
5: So while you figure that out, that's uh that is the former senator from Minnesota. <laughs> who uh he got in trouble because he like pretended to grab a sleeping woman's tit.
3: Yeah, 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 I know I know exactly who he is. I just didn't know he was on SNL.
5: Oh yeah, he was like he was like a he was a writer for on SNL for years.
3: I didn't know that. I didn't know I that. He, mean, he's a fucking weirdo.
5: I mean, he looks he's definitely I mean, look, he's definitely a weirdo, but like he wrote some of the funniest bits in, in the history of SNL. You know, I mean, just look at look at. I mean, and you see these like Facebook ads pop up all the time. with like actor no one has ever heard of calls friends problematic. And it's like it's like, oh, really? I, I have no idea who you are. And you're going to criticize what maybe the maybe one of the top five sitcoms of all time. Right. I don't even know who you are, bro.
4: Like, did I do with Seinfeld too? Some of his episodes,
5: yeah. Because yeah, uh, Seinfeld didn't have any black characters. That's right. Well, I mean, oh,
3: god forbid. Yeah, they didn't but, have any but, trans like, characters either.
5: Oh yeah. Well, and, and they also went after it because of because uh, Kramer wouldn't wear the uh, the AIDS yeah. ribbon. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's one of the
3: best episodes ever, though.
5: That's one of the best episodes ever. It's so, one of the greatest a, uh,
3: of all time.
5: I'll send it to you guys afterwards. I did a thing about um when uh, Ivan Provorov wouldn't wear the pride jersey, the guy that played for the Flyers? Oh, yeah. And I I joke it around. I'm like, I have exclusive footage of Ivan Provorov when he left uh, the Philadelphia Flyers game, and I cut to uh, Kramer in the alley getting dragged down from
2: the ladder by all the gays.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see if this works this time. Come on. Where's my mouse? There it is. No, what the fuck? It's not working.
4: Make it oh, louder. Yeah. I think it was working.
3: It's playing from yeah. my. Oh, hold on. Let's try this.
4: Technology sucks. <laughs> Here, oh, okay. There we go. I refuse to be- now let me make it louder.
1: I am an attractive person. I am fun to be with.
6: Daily affirmation with Stuart Smalley. There Stuart he is. Smalley is a caring nurturer a member of several 12-step programs, but not a licensed therapist.
1: I'm going to do a terrific show today and I'm going to help people because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. Hello, I'm Stuart Smalley. <laughs> well, I'm still receiving a negative reaction from my show about Pee Wee Herman entitled There But For The Grace Of God. Go I. And I have to admit it was not my best show, but that's okay. That's okay. I have to give myself permission to do a bad show every now and then. (laughs) Okay, now for those of you who watch the show regularly, you know that I I don't have guests. I always do the show alone and that's okay. (laughs) But yesterday my producer said, Stuart, I can get you a guest that you would be insane not to have on the show. So I decided to take a risk and in life you have to take risks and today we have a guest and his name is Michael J. I'll protect your anonymity. (laughs) Michael is a basketball player for a professional basketball team. Well that's very good Michael you should be very proud of that. Well thank you Stuart. Well, good for you.
3: What year is this? This was like early 90s?
1: I know there must be a lot of pressure for you to play very well. And I can imagine that a night before a game, you must lie awake thinking, I'm not good enough. Uh, Everybody's better than me. I'm not going to score any points. I have no business playing this game.
2: not
1: Not really that's fucking Michael, funny <laughs> denial ain't just a river in not Egypt. <laughs> well i do sometimes get a little nervous before important basketball i thought so and that's okay i'm <laughs> not alone believe me i know what it's like laying there awake
2: a,
3: so this is a six minute clip i don't want i don't want to no, get no, 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 no.
5: That's one
2: of
5: my,
3: alive, that, clips. That, that much. That much, uh or Al Franken, I should say. That much press, but that is a fucking funny clip. Yeah,
5: really just, like I said, it was just nothing, nothing political, nothing. It was just, like I said, the the ability to just write that one little part, where it's like, I'm sure you, Michael Jordan sometimes think you can't do it and he's like never meanwhile you're talking to quite literally the most arrogant athlete who's ever lived
3: ever ever. well since since michael jordan got got brought up i just want to do a quick little plug for one of our sponsors my patriot cigars go to my cigars.com pick up yours today they were blended by the same roller that michael jordan uses for his personal Lancero 23 cigars, these cigars are unbelievable. Go to MyPatriotScars.com. Use code WPRUSA, 15% off. Uh, Alan, uh, Kevin, you have a, uh, a code as well, right? Yeah,
5: it's uh, stay loud if you guys want to use yeah. that for, uh, for a, a uh, well, not another 15% off, for a uh, yeah. concurrent 15%
4: yeah. off. He's He's not saying my cigars, people. All right, let's call it. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> not the holiday sale. It's not the holiday sale. No, no, no,
4: no, we got
5: well, Well, you know, for Black Friday, maybe we'll maybe we'll work it out right now. Are you, all, are you uh, allowed yeah.
4: to say Black Friday? Are you allowed to say that? I'm you surprised know they haven't
3: called gonna, it a different name yet.
5: I'm going to keep saying it because only in America would people. Get trampled to death for $35 (laughs) off of an above ground pool. Like,
4: I'm really shocked though, James. You're right that they have not come up with some sort of name. Like, they, they, why are we calling it Black Friday? It's racist. How they're not rioting about that, I don't know. But I'm sure
3: they literally people go and riot to go shopping. Like, they literally just rip each other's arms off just to buy garbage. Like, all this.
5: I mean, look, I don't know. Look, what other time of the year? are you going to get a free toaster with a pair of socks? Like, I mean,
3: those are pretty wild.
5: They are wild, but like also really guys, do we, do you need an air conditioner that badly? that you're willing to die for it.
3: But the, the the crazy thing about Black Friday is none of this shit is really discounted. They put it at a, a higher price and then say it's discounted, but the discount's really like the regular fucking price. It, it's really not much cheaper than you would be spending uh, on a regular Tuesday afternoon to go buy a TV. It's just to create craze. It's more consumerism garbage uh, that uh, gets people all riled up and, spending money that they don't have
4: do you know where they're not going to have black friday sales this year and is walmart's in chicago No, <laughs> they're not going to have black friday sales there because target in right? san,
5: target and san francisco are not going to have a black friday sale
4: right right in walgreens places right they, they, you're not going to have black friday there
5: do i look very red no no, no. oh maybe it's my tv
3: you you look you got the, the the way that you're looking at the TV. You got a little uh, Alex Jones look in your face. I gotta be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded.
5: I gotta be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. So, <laughs> did,
4: it is now? Well, it's nine thirty p.m. Eastern time. Did anybody did anybody tell Joe Biden he's running for president yet? Did anybody officially did notify? No. Listen, I woke up this morning, and I I go on Twitter and I'm like, "What is this?" And I see the video, and I'm like, "Dude, it is 6:45 Eastern, and this old fuck doesn't do anything." Yeah. Or 9 a.m., and that's even by his old press secretary who confirmed that. So, what is going on with that video? Did, did Yo, you know, it's it's so bad.
5: Like, first off,
3: that really long played out one.
5: Yeah. Yeah, like you yeah. can't even. Announce you're running for president live, right? You it's, know, and it's, it's just those little you know, things that people won't pick up on. That. Okay, so he made a video. Yeah, he made a video because he physically can't make it through a four oh, minute interview. God. Joey nope.
4: Basements.
3: I mean, it, it, they it, already it. canceled the DNC primary debates. They've already announced that there's and, not going to be any debates and and it's yeah, to uh, let, really
5: let, me let me just explain something there, okay if again i don't think it's gonna happen but let's okay. just say robert kennedy start gaining some traction yeah. oh yeah those four hundred thousand kennedys are going to come out of the woodwork and they're going to start dropping all their money everywhere right. and there'll be debates
3: you know what you see a lot of you see a lot of white kennedys uh running around uh kevin i gotta ask you a question that we ask a lot of our guests do you know any any white males with the last names of Washington or Jefferson.
4: <laughs> All right, let me give you some. So we had this discussion one day. I don't know what the hell we were talking about. All right. Wait, wait, hold on a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Do I know any white men with the last name Washington
3: or Jefferson or Jackson
4: or Jack? Do you know any? You don't. You don't. No. Know. So uh, we we had to, we, we were talking on the show one day, and I'm like, we talk about presidents. I don't know how it came up. You know, I got. George Washington, one of my favorite presidents, have him you know, behind me in a, in a painting. And uh, I said, I don't know any white people with the last name Washington, and any at all. And then I said, maybe it's all a lie. I mean, there were no cameras back then. Could George Washington have been black? Could Andrew Jackson have been black? And- Well, I would suggest that Andrew, out, of- out of the three of them,
5: Andrew Jackson, probably the least likely to be black.
4: Which, which was yeah. the one with, it wasn't Andrew Jackson, I think. Wasn't he the one with 12? who was the one with 12 kids and two baby mamas? That, uh, I think that was, the that was, that was, Jefferson. That was
3: Thomas Jefferson. That was Thomas Jefferson.
4: Thomas Jefferson. Thomas yeah, Jefferson. He, he,
3: he banged his slave and. and uh,
4: Technically, he didn't have any kids because. Yeah, yeah,
3: he, he, he knocked up a slave with six kids.
4: Sally Hemings. Yeah. That's right. And Thomas so Jefferson had, has his- that. Has that guy, that newscaster who's a dis- who's black, who's a descendant yeah. of him, I believe. Yes,
3: it. he's a descendant of Thomas Jefferson. He's he's black as it gets. Did
5: and you uh, know what? As, as someone who had family come over here after all that, uh, I would like reparations from that man.
3: <laughs> yeah, same. My, my family came over after that as well.
4: I still, uh, the challenge is still there. Like, I want people to come and find yeah. me a birth certificate and a photo ID of a white man named Washington, a white man named Jackson, a white man named Jefferson. I re-
3: really think about it. If they were white, there would still be some white people with those last names walking around, even if uh, black people have that name from descendants of slaves. Because the only reason the, the slaves had them, because that was the name of the slave owner, which would then in turn be white.
5: Yo, like I'm trying to think of like a celebrity.
3: Nothing. There's nothing, dude. I can't Wait. think of anything. I
5: don't
3: think what a thousand dollars and a box of cigars on it or something like that.
5: I
4: don't a even know what it was. A white guy named Jackson. I'll give you one. Go ahead. Michael. I knew you were gonna say that. He's a wh- first of all, he was a black man, he turned into a white woman. That doesn't count.
5: That totally counts. He had he had a, he had Villa Lago.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Show me one show me one person other than Michael Jackson on planet earth has got, got Villa Lago. Him and Sammy There's Sosa. A right.
3: There's a model that actually has it. And uh, uh yeah, and and Sammy Sosa has it.
5: Well, Sammy Sosa, no. I don't know what is good. Yo, I just love that we've gone so far as a society that Sammy Sosa is now white and Lil Kim is Asian.
3: Yeah, dude.
4: <laughs> the Asian. Oh my She really God. is, dude.
3: Like dude. Yo, I don't
5: know. Like she went from being like like a black hooker to a geisha.
4: Well, you can be transracial really? now. Look at the I forgot her name. Look at that white bro that swears she's black, she has the dreads and everything. I mean
3: Rachel Dozell. Rachel yeah. Dozell. The Korean video. one is now detransitioning now. The the one who transitioned to be a Korean is now detransitioning.
5: Yo, I swear, Not I true. swear to you, I just Googled white people named Washington. Yeah. And the first article that comes up is from jonathanilove.com. And the title is from February of uh, February of 2002. And the title is Where Are All the White Washingtons?
4: <laughs> it's a
5: great- another one. Are there any white people named Washington? How Washington became the blackest name in America?
4: Yep. I don't get it. Yep. And he said, nope. you know, he was the, the first president of the United States who supposedly was white, uh, but we only have, you know, Painting there's there's
3: zero old. examples. Like, there's not even one. Like, like I want one, let alone let, let alone it's, multiple. It's,
4: it's all a lie. How come? lie about
3: anything? everything. Everything in history is, is a lie. So would it would it be surprising that they whitewashed, fucking George Washington and Thomas Jefferson our first and third president. Who knows? John Adams could have been uh, a black guy. And there's a lot of
4: white Adams. But I do know no. white Adams. I knew I know white Johnsons. And- oh, I bet Same. you do. <laughs> Same. Same. So, yeah.
3: so uh, have you guys seen this uh, 60 Minutes episode where they paraded our boy Ray Epps mm-hmm. on oh, TV? God, yeah,
4: God, really? it's so cringy. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's wild. It's literally Adam Kinzinger. Oh, oh, still, even on just probably even even today on Twitter. Literally are, are sticking up for this guy. They jailed women who weren't even in the Capitol, or jailed grandma for walking around with a flag in the road. We
3: veterans who weren't and, even in the Capitol.
4: Right, and this guy's on video talking about going inside the Capitol, and now they're making him out to be a victim, and that his li- Adam Kinzinger literally said on Twitter that his that Tom Massey, I believe it was, was responsible for ruining this guy's life. He's one of the people that are responsible for ruining his life. What does that even mean?
5: Well, you know, Adam Kinzinger, he, God, that guy sucks. Like, he (laughs) sucks all around. Like, there's nothing even else to say about it. Like, oh, I I get it. You're an Air Force pilot, you know, which, look, I definitely respect you for being in the Air Force. I know you probably got involved in a lot of dogfights against the Afghan Air Force, but, uh, you know, you definitely uh, yeah. definitely pushing Maverick level over
4: here. There were definitely there were a lot of veterans that are assholes. I'm sorry, but Dan Crenshaw made me hate the <laughs> pirate movie ever made. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's a navy seal. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. And there's I'm a fuck out, you piece of <laughs> out. There's a video really? going around now. I forget the guy's name. I just <laughs> watched the other day. I think I, I retweeted it where that, that Navy SEAL came out who all of his Navy SEAL buddies were trying to – he was uh, charged, charged with uh, murder, uh, war crimes. He, he, he was found not guilty. Dan Crenshaw actually wrote a letter trying to keep him in prison when he was telling his Navy SEAL buddies, f- fellow operators, that he was going to do everything he can to help him. And he tried to put him in uh, – keep him in prison while his trial was going on. This is the type of piece of shit Dan Crenshaw is. Not saying war mongering, just globalist, just garbage,
5: garbage. It's crazy. But that's what that's what people don't understand is that, like before when I was talking about <clears throat> when I was talking about yeah. and Mark Levin and guys like that that are living in the nineties, yeah. living their foreign policy in the nineties. Like I, I have yet to find a single person to give me a reason why i'm supposed to care about ukraine now that's not to say look do i want war to end yes i don't think there should be war anywhere in the world i feel terrible that these people are dying over there whatever you think is happening that's not the point i want to know how if whatever's happening in ukraine ended tomorrow i need to know how my life changes and I've yet to get, well, well we've got to protect democracy. Uh, oh, okay. We, so we've got to protect democracy in Ukraine. Yes. Okay. So if Ukraine loses its democracy, how does my life
4: change? Exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't
2: and, tomorrow. And, and we're
3: not the worst. We're not the world police. We're not, we're not responsible for protecting democracy all over the world, especially when the, the, the republic, not, not the democracy that we have here, the republic that we have here is in grave danger, and our, our, our schools are shit, our infrastructures are shit, everything that's going on are, are, in, in our country is shit right now, and we're, we're worried about another country that it has no effect on our life every single day. Yeah, uh,
5: look, you know, not for nothing, I mean, Ukraine is like. There's like seven countries in the middle, whose problem this would. Well, you know, they say, well, if Russia takes Ukraine, they're going to keep moving west. Okay, so that's Hungary's problem, <laughs> and then and, and then and then that's Germany's problem, and then that's France's problem, and then it's Spain's problem, you know and Portugal's problem, you know and then it's yeah. my problem. Like,
3: but 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 the thing the thing is, it's funny that you say that because. Uh, We talked about it on uh, when, when me and Alan actually met in person that if Putin really was a warmonger and really wanted war, Ukraine wouldn't have been the red line. Like when they signed the treaty, when Gorbachev took down the wall and did that whole treaty, it was, you were not to move any further East from where you were and how many countries have since then joined NATO. Now, Russia and Putin would have had every a very valid reason to fight back and stop that from happening because the treaty that was signed said that they would not move an inch east, but yet they continue to add country after country after country to NATO, and now we're here at Ukraine, and it's right on the border of Russia, and and Putin's like, yeah, mm, that's too much. No more. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go that far. And. and so-
5: also very important point to understand so the democrats want to tell us that putin and russia are our biggest geopolitical adversaries and putin's a warmonger and all that any what it's taking him a year to take ukraine
2: are you kidding
5: me they ran out of gas like a month in they would have invaded further into ukraine if they had invaded on horseback
3: yep me and Alan were talking about it last Friday. We were literally saying this exact same thing: that if Russia really wanted to take Ukraine, it would have been decimated already. They shut down their internet, they shut down their supply chain, their water, their fuel, everything, and they they would have been fucked six ways from Sunday. They would have had no shot at fighting back whatsoever. And meanwhile, they're 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 putting out fake stories like the ghosts of Kiev. But, and, what's the Island? Island, what's and
4: what's the end? What's the What do they want?
3: and I said at the very beginning when this whole thing broke out and they were releasing the, the Ghost of Kiev video, I was like, yo, Ukraine is is a place where there's cell phones everywhere. Like, the people in Ukraine have cell phones. Like, if there was... Serious bombs being dropped on a regular basis in the middle of Kiev. Not only would Bono and U2 not be there putting on concerts, <laughs> but there would be video footage of them doing this, like of bombs exploding and destroying these buildings. And now there's there's uh, actual footage of the photos that they're putting out there of these buildings that are d- destroyed, and the people in Ukraine are actually taking photos of those buildings and showing, like, hey, uh, these buildings. Haven't been destroyed. Like here's the photo that the media is showing, and here's the photo in real life, and they're not even being destroyed. Everything's being fabricated. Yeah.
5: I, and look, like like I said, you know, whatever whatever your opinion is on what is what is the deal in Ukraine, you know, whether it's all fake, whether it's 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 a money laundering scheme, whether nothing's happening at all, whatever you think. I just want to know why I'm supposed to care, right? And look, yeah. and look, as I said. If, 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 if Putin invaded a sovereign nation, that's what the UN has people for. That's quite literally their job. The United Nations are supposed to come in with their peacekeepers and, you know, keep the peace like they didn't do
4: in Rwanda. But the problem, but the problem with the UN, Kevin, is all their peacekeepers are child molesters and rapists. And now the UN wants to make it legal to fuck kids. And anyone who speaks out against LGBTQ issues to be an activist against it should be jailed. That's the UN we have now.
5: Well, that's what happens when you start to let that's what happens when you start to let cultures into Western organizations that do not belong there. So in Europe, the big problem they have in Europe is that they let Turkey join the European Union, and because of that, now so many Muslims from um, the Middle East and Northern Africa are just going to Turkey on pilgrimages, and then making their way throughout the throughout the West, uh, the rest of Europe.
3: Oh, Paris is getting destroyed right now.
5: Now there are no-go zones in in, in Sweden. They have been. For a while, there are entire enclaves in in Britain where white people just can't go. The great Tommy Robinson has done work on this for years and been shut down, been jailed as a matter Airport, of fact for, yep. for for pointing out that I'm I'm, I'm working on getting him on my show, but I have to calm down first because if You're I had pointing
3: child rapists were being released, that's why he got jailed.
5: Yeah, well, because in Britain you can't publish photographs of anyone on trial which is one of the things so i remember this is maybe like 10 15 years ago a video went viral from the show the newsroom with uh uh uh, jeff daniels talking about how america isn't the only country in the world that has freedom and i actually did i actually wrote a whole thesis paper about this about a, a long form paper in college about how untrue that was and i basically went through the entire list of countries uh, Western countries that don't have freedom of speech in any context whatsoever in the way Americans have it. Yep. People don't understand how good we've got it here, how good we had it. We don't understand. They don't get it, and it's,
3: it's terrifying. Because there's there's nations like the Netherlands and uh, England that quote unquote got rid of guns or their socialist nations meanwhile they subsidize all of their military and, and 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 everything that they they need for protection to the united states so they don't have to pay those bills pay those bills we're doing all of that for them they don't have to build any of this we literally protect them in every aspect and they high a, a lot of them point at those places when in reality they're capitalistic that have socialist policies they're not even uh socialist nations and and London, they say england oh they got rid of all the guns it's safe look at all the acid and knife attacks that are going on over oh, yeah. there
2: it's, well, look, it's, you also
5: you also have to understand what when people like bernie sanders talk about the nordic countries he doesn't understand the, the i mess up this word all the time homogeneity of those cultures america is so different in all of its cultures and that's what makes america great Oh yeah, but you can have you can have socialized medicine when only one percent of your population is morbidly obese, but you yeah. can't when thirty percent of your population is morbidly obese. You can either have a social welfare state or open oh. borders, but you cannot have both.
3: Right? Isn't it weird that they use uh, Nordic nations like the Netherlands, uh, which are a very large majority white. Isn't it very weird that they use those? Aren't those places racist and filled with white white privilege?
5: Well, you know, it's almost like when Patrice Cullors, the leader of Black Lives Matter, moves into a town that is 0.4% white. 0.4% black. And it's like, oh, you mean you didn't buy a mansion on Crenshaw Boulevard? <laughs> <laughs> oh! there
4: With a gate. It was with a a mansion in a white neighborhood with a gate. You know, one of, what, four houses that she bought? What was it? Yeah. 90, $90 million, and we didn't see one Black, we didn't see one like a a community center, library Mm -hmm. dedicated to Black Lives Matter. That's
5: you see, that's the thing that doesn't happen in the black community that drives me up a wall, and it is the one Mm -hmm. area where I where I will give LeBron James credit because jay-z has not done a damn thing to make the marcy projects in brooklyn at all better however he's willing to drop you know uh all the money he made selling crack in the marcy projects lebron james at least put up a charter school in akron that you actually have to like get into with good grades
3: which, yeah, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of, I think, nefarious money behind that as well. Uh, and I think shady business going oh, on. No, look,
5: but the, the bottom line is that you're supposed to take care of the community that you came from. You know, like yeah. how many, you know, look at uh, look at that. There's so many examples. Of people on the right, either giving charity or doing good things in that sort of sense. And then you see these people who preach left wing ideals and do nothing to better the places from which they came.
4: Because they want them shittles so they can prey on these people, mm-hmm. keep them better. keep them needy and promise them the world and get them the vote. There is the nothing fact, worse.
3: That's what we're doing with Crenshaw. He was he was trying to, re you know, revitalize that area and bring business and bring business to that area.
5: You know, there's nothing worse than people who have reached the top of their particular industry and then pull the ladder up behind them. So when you hear Joy Reid and Don Lemon talk about how black people are kept down in America, when you hear Barack Mm -hmm. and Michelle Obama talk about how black people can't excel in America, it's like, wait a minute, you did it. So why can't some other poor black kid do it oh wait a minute you because you know that if they do it too your job is in jeopardy right like like these women in the sports like mia ham and megan rapino and and uh cheryl swoops all these people so- summer sanders hope solo. solo where are they they became world superstars because of their title nine protections that Leah Thomas is now taking away from Riley Gaines.
3: Yep, yep. Okay. And, and Riley Gaines is like we played a video last week. Morgan Pierce had, uh, I think she was the governor of New Mexico. No, who, no. Who? Uh, Kate, uh,
4: Kate, uh, Kate Porter, Congress. Oh, Kate Porter. She's yeah. like, I think
3: I, I I I love that Riley Gaines can say what she could. She's allowed to say what she wants to say, but she's way off here and she's wrong by she's saying, saying this, that, and the other. Uh, like they're 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 go going the way after down. her for standing up for women.
5: I'm very happy that Katie Porter is running for something because she's really, really fattening up. <laughs> I, I heard I
4: heard she beats her husband. That I, mean, I don't know if she's going through a divorce, and she's a complete brute. She beat mm-hmm. her husband, possibly held, like held him at night. I don't know. Poured like a, a hot pot of, of food on him or some shit. And this is a woman. <laughs> I think it's a woman. Yeah, Katie Porter. I don't know. She wants everyone to respect pedophiles and not treat them as criminals because pedophiles shouldn't be treated as criminals. That's, you know, member of
5: I mean, look, personally, I think she's right. I think we should treat them differently than criminals. We should hang them at the 50-yard line <laughs> of the Super Bowl.
3: Or <laughs> front and center of the town. Like, instead of Yo, going man. out. Instead of like, going on like a list, seeing where the local pedophile lives, it's like we go on a list to see where the local pedophile gets hung. Exactly. Like All right, yeah, yeah, you the know. local lynching of the pedophile, I want to go watch today.
5: Leave an leave an empty noose next to them, and then just write down what they did, like yeah. on their chest. What? That way, the next person will know. Look, we're waiting for you.
3: Yeah, <laughs> do do as you please. Like please do like, as you I mean, please.
1: Rope hanging.
4: It's like, like you know we'll get the whole town together it'll be an event it's really sick how they want to protect the pedophiles the left they well, want to treat them like humans they want to let kids you know cut off their dicks and they they don't want the to- today
3: that that broken 18 year old uh yeah, passed yeah. away in surgery because they were they were constructing his butthole into a vagina. Mm-hmm. And he died during surgery. Like every single one of those doctors should have their medical license removed and they should be immediately sent to jail for allowing this. to And granted it was an 18 year old who's I, 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 they're older, older rather I'd much ra- rather be an 18 year old than a, a 12, 13, even younger year old. But at the same time, an 18 year old is still young. I think back when I was 18 and the decisions that I made and, and the way I, my thought process was, is totally different than what it is today. Uh, as far as my maturity goes and, you know, you see we we had Maddie Ray on the show who transitioned in at 26 and is like severely regretting his decisions and wants to go back to being living like the female got off of testosterone and things like that. And it's happening all over the place because these doctors are preying on these kids who are. Either mentally ill or going through a phase, or uh, you know, not not in the right frame of mind, and they're preying on them for money for profit. Uh, and they're doing agenda. it under the
4: protection under the protection of our government. I mean, literally, Joe Biden, who who he he doesn't own it, but the 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 southern border crisis belongs to him. He's running for president, and the meanwhile, you have eight year old migrant girls or who who mm-hmm. one guy mm-hmm. raped eight years old and had 67 DNA samples inside of her. Let me say that again. An eight year old migrant girl had 67 DNA samples inside of her. Oh, you want me to put it another way people? So it really sinks in because you know, Joe Biden's running for president and any fucking Democrat that says anything about the Southern border being a positive thing and open running for office that an eight year old had 67 different adult dicks in her blowing loads. Raping her, and and and, but that's you know, Joe, Joe no, Biden. That's wants it. To get, you know, they, they don't live.
5: Up. I did a piece on it the other day, and it's because of the way the cable news and mainstream media yeah. operates. There are people out there right now who think that Kyle Rittenhouse killed a bunch of black kids. After, there are oh, yeah. people out there right now who think that Jesse Smollett was jumped by Trump supporters. Yep. There are people out there right now who think that if Tom Arnold keeps looking for it, he's going to find a tape of hookers peeing on Donald Trump Right, like, they, because the lie never gets rebutted. Nope. They, nobody cares. I was, I was talking about Ducal Cross before. I had a I had a professor in college talk about how you know people just have to get over things from the past. And I remember asking him, I was like, Oh, they got to get over things from the past. Okay, so finish this sentence. Say the first word that comes to mind. Boston Marathon.
4: The first thing that comes to
5: mind. Bombing. Bomb. Yeah. Bombing. You know, you don't get over these things. Think about, think about Kent State in the '60s, right? Yep. When they killed those students, yep. when the National Guard shot. Can you tell me? I mean, you seem like a sports fan. Can you tell me what the Kent State mascot is? No clue. No, all you think about is the shooting. Yep just like forever duke lacrosse will be about gang rape and once once these allegations get put out there they never go away
3: oh absolutely like if if i didn't watch the 30 for 30 about duke lacrosse i would have never known that they were proven innocent like i would i was just like in the belief that there was a couple kids that went to duke lacrosse that raped some girls like and i didn't look into it or do any research but that was what the continuous headlines were every single day and then i watched the 30 for 30 and i was like holy shit, these guys got fucked she like gets of,
5: she gets out of jail in two years
3: Fuck her she should have been she should have been sent so much longer the
5: only- she, well no she wasn't sentenced for that she was sentenced because a couple years later she was convicted of second degree murder for killing her boyfriend that's right her name's Crystal Mango. So if you live in Durham, North Carolina, just watch out because there's a crazy bitch that's gonna be out of jail soon.
4: You know, stay the
3: fuck away.
4: The the one thing where where it, the, the stigma of, of of bad things happening to people, where it does go away, Kevin, is if you're a Democrat, if you're a liberal. Yeah. And 100 percent confirmed bad things that they that, that they have done and have committed or been involved in. Oh, well, n- none of that matters. That That's not a big deal.
2: Totally yeah. under the rug. like
3: Jeffrey Toobin, when he when he beat his meat all over uh, on the live call and then uh, all of a sudden he's back working with CNN, like everybody just forgets that he just looked at his, his tiny piece of deal.
4: Was that really that bad, though?
5: i mean i feel bad for them do you want to see his cock no yeah. no i mean i feel bad for the people Alan probably
2: does.
3: Alan-
5: you know, i swear to god i saw him at a <laughs> he was covered in something in the city uh, this is like maybe seven or eight months ago and he was like sitting on those director's chairs <laughs> i walked i walked right past the whole set and i just went hey jeff remember the camera's on <laughs> and even the camera people were just like fuck you got him
4: I mean, done. roasted. You, you do stupid things, you're never going to live it down. But I mean, some of these people have done horrific things, mm-hmm. proven involved in it, nothing happens. And it's just like, nah, it's not a big deal. It doesn't matter that Joe Biden used to diddle his daughter or shower with his daughter. Eh, it's bath time, Ashley. It's not a big deal. It
3: doesn't matter. They had thousands of documents in his garage, unsecure, and Donald Trump being arrested for the same exact thing that. Uh, he had presidential, uh, privilege, uh, executive privilege. And Joey Donuts did not, and we can go on and on and on about the thing. Like you're, you're absolutely right, Alan. It's, it's such a double standard. There's a two tier justice system. It's, uh, been exposed to the point where I think the average American is starting to really understand that it does exist. They're no longer questioning it and saying, Oh, it's not, this wouldn't happen here in America. There's so many people that are waking up to this fact.
5: Oh yeah oh. and then, and then of course uh let's not forget uh one more of our long island brethren who apparently can shoot someone in the face on a movie set and just walk away from it.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I hear, I hear that, that that's not actually getting thrown out. I hear that's actually uh uh going to be prosecuted.
5: No, well, not no, no, no the the armorer. Yeah. Uh, the, the person armor. who is like, in charge of all the of all the guns on set, is still facing a civil suit.
4: Alex and- Baldwin has been has, – criminal charges have been dropped. Yeah.
3: that Because I, I heard the other day I, – I didn't check the past couple of days, but I heard the other day that it's – they said it was dropped, but in reality there's something else. Yeah, uh, it's a
5: oh, civil suit. Yeah, you can be charged civilly after which I don't really understand. I don't I don't really understand how this works.
3: Like, well, it, it happened with MLK, it happened in many cases.
5: Well, no, but very like so very famously, OJ Simpson was found not guilty criminally, mm-hmm. but he was found responsible yeah. civilly. Right. Yeah. And it's like, what?
3: Yeah, same thing I, with Martin Luther King. His his he the FBI was exonerated, then the parents or the family sued. Uh, civilly and and, and one or Jeffrey Epstein. He got a, a sweetheart deal in 2009 and then the victim sued civilly and the lawyer subpoenaed everybody. And the only person that responded with any help was Donald J. Trump. Uh, you well, know, Donald
4: Trump getting sued now Donald Trump's getting sued by by uh, several Capitol Police officers now getting sued by Brian Sickness, uh, Sicknick's family for uh, um, uh, wrongful death when hmm. it in the report that he didn't die from anything that happened to the Capitol the guy had a stroke and his family did they initially come
3: out and say not to use his name in the death didn't they 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 write yes. a letter
4: yeah they they, they they were public about it and it was proven how he died and now I'm pretty sure the case is still going on. The civil case is filed that uh, well, you know, an attorney got trump, to, you know well,
5: tr- trump uh, uh, what's charges were dropped against Donald Trump on a rape case yeah. in New York, yeah. and now he faces uh, now he's he's still going to go back to New York. Well, he's not going to go. but there's a civil case yeah. being brought up about it in in the state of New York right now. like They're yeah, just going to
4: shoot civilly for the rape. And it's funny because the media is saying, oh, Donald Trump's going to go to New York for a rape case. Oh, he's going to go to jail for rape. No, he's not. Just no, so, he's so you not. got
3: peed on by the Russian whores. Yeah. So, Kevin, it's, it's uh, primary season right now. And we got some major announcements coming up from people that are announcing the run for presidency. And I was shocked recently to hear Mike Pompeo come out and say he's not going to throw his hat in the ring he's mm-hmm. he's he's gonna bail which i think is a very smart move on his part we're still on it looks like ron desantis is running a shadow campaign but the, the the polls that keep coming out uh i i just don't see him even having a chance even if he did make an announcement who do you see throwing their hat in the ring come 2020 uh 24 primary
5: well, Chris Sununu, the governor of New Hampshire, has been very active in uh, in talking about running. Obviously, DeSantis wants to get in. Tim Scott has an exploratory committee, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, um, you know, I, I have looked up what an exploratory committee is, and apparently, that means he's He's considering thinking about possibly running, which which okay, so it's every elected official on planet Earth.
4: From what I, from what I understand an exploratory committee is when you actually because he was just in New Hampshire that there are a new I forget the states, there are several states that somebody should travel to and speak to the state uh chairmans. And get a feel on on what the state might do, and then in order for them to make a decision if they're going to run for president. Yeah,
5: it's uh, it's it's Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina.
4: Yes, and Iza Hutchinson t- I think is announcing tomorrow or this week. No, I you know,
5: saw Hutchinson has already announced he's running. He did. Which okay. I I mean, really, bro?
4: Yeah. Well, you know, listen. I think anyone that, that throws their hat in the ring now is auditioning for vice president, which they're most likely not going to get unless by some by some miracle Ron DeSantis becomes the primary and picks somebody that he, that ran against him. Yeah. And uh, I think anyone that's running now is is not going to take support away from Donald Trump, but they're going to take support away from Ron DeSantis, and it's still not going to be good for for him at all, as, as bad as it is now. Uh, Larry Elder, he's trying to audition to become VP. And yeah. uh, the, you know, the, the short Donald Trump shortlist. Listen, I, I hear rumblings. And uh, I, if, if I had a shortlist, I, I think it would be Marsha Blackburn, um, uh, Christy Gnome. And to be honest, the I, it's probably going to be a woman, but I have a this. Well, he's a,
3: spending a lot of time with Christy Nome.
4: I would, I would, well, like. Hot, so. <laughs> Jesus, like smoke. See, uh, Rick Rennell. Uh, is is as a potential, I know he vetted, I know they vetted him thoroughly. Um, but I don't know the short. Well, Alan, we may
5: be are you coming to the city on Saturday?
4: Oh, uh, Lake Mark, uh, uh, Greg Kelly, I don't know yet. And I'll be I
5: I think Carrie Lake's the obvious pick,
4: I don't think she's the obvious pick. And from what I heard recently that she is not really? on the shortlist right now really yeah i i, I I'm heard not, not on the shortlist but i,
3: I don't, think that goes back to what you were saying saying earlier kevin that we need strong governors and i don't think her fight is done in arizona
4: i do i
5: do i do she's done she, you know what I, I, and look it, it, it there's certain things and people are going to get mad about this and okay fine like did she get cheated out of the governorship yes Yes. will she become governor through some sort of removal of katie hobbs no no any person that was like and look i don't know if you i don't know if your fans are very q if they are i'm very sorry but the people that were like no 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 joe biden has to be inaugurated to complete the crime i'm like guys i don't know what universe you're living in like there's no, no mechanism
3: it's so funny that you say that because that's something that you never ever ever said it well, was you,
5: well the right. the the people who subscribe see that's the problem with that whole thing is that the people who subscribe to a lot of the, a lot of the views
3: mm-hmm. oh they make up their own stories just like, J. like jr's alive like they're fucking rude right.
5: it, it turned yeah. into like it turned into like uh what are, like a, fucking what do they call fan fiction
3: yeah. Oh, oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, I'm very vocal uh, uh, about it on on this show because people have lost lost touch with reality. They they get emotionally attached to yeah. these outcomes that they think uh, are real without any evidence or basis on it. They just like they hear a theory from somebody and they're like, "Oh yeah, what's wrong with this." Like here's one
5: that a lot of people won't like, and I've actually lost a lot of viewers because I said this. Mike Pence. Did Does not, will not, could not, the vice president does not have the power to overturn an election with electorates in the Constitution. No, And if anyone disbelieves me on that, I would urge you to go back to the election of 2000. Because if the vice president had the power to overturn electors because of perceived shady business going on, Al Gore would have made himself president yeah yep. yep instead yep. instead yep. al gore had to go on the floor of the senate and admit to the world that he lost the presidency by like i don't know three catholic families
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no it's 100 percent. it's 100 percent true um you know I, I i always go back to uh at the end of that first term chris miller the uh um I believe he was the acting DNI at the time,
2: mm-hmm.
3: Chris Miller. Um, he did a speech about Mike Pence, about how they were doing some of the most detailed military operations of all time. And he was proud to serve under Mike Pence and his leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always go back to that. Like, uh, you know, I truly, truly believe that there are some great patriots working with alongside Donald Trump, just like JFK had great patriots working alongside him, um, you know, well, not everybody. Huh? JFK would have been a Republican today.
2: Oh, 100%. without a doubt,
3: and they 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 murdered JFK in broad daylight as a message to everybody working with him. Hey, we could kill a sitting U.S. president in broad fucking daylight in front of everybody. And if you think that you can continue trying to take down this global cabal, you better have another thing oh, coming.
5: Yeah. And yeah. it's so interesting too, even with like you you look at things like the pentagon papers that basically said that five administrations lied to us about vietnam that we were winning the war that things were going great right. and now you look at the way the media operates when it comes to leakers this kid who i i don't know how the hell this kid got his hands on ukraine documents when he it's looks planted. like he doesn't shave yeah you know like first off Okay, let's just let's just play along with the media narrative that mm-hmm. this kid had access to the documents and he leaked them out on a Discord server to to try to show off to his friends. Why does an Air National Guard reservist at the age of twenty have access to America's top secret uh, documents? A wow. yeah. and B. Maybe that means we keep stuff a little too uh, too much stuff classified.
4: That could be too. That could be I, good. I think I think it plays Top secret clearance Who gave? I the- think it
3: plays right into the restrict act agenda I, yeah. I think they're going to spin that right Into the restrict act like oh if we had More censorship and more control over The internet things like this could never Have happened and oh, yeah. they're going to continue to Push this with the restrict act because There's so much we've co- I'm sure you covered On your show but we've covered it on, on our show in, in, in detail what's In that bill and what they're trying to do and If that restrict act passes the Three of us sitting right here it's going to be a very uh, uphill battle for us because uh
4: in jail if that restrict act passed and got signed into law which it's not going to but if it did literally things that we say on our show under that restrict act could be perceived as criminal from violence oh, yeah. to prison and that's yep. but, see
5: that's why i i i was spoke i was speaking to a congressman that uh we're not supposed to like and um i told him i go why don't you just propose a bill it's three words long ban tiktok
4: that's it that's like it. Just,
5: that's the whole bill like but i don't even
3: it. i don't even like banning tiktok i and you know, i i get why but yeah, yeah.
5: No, i just mean like why must there be why is it the restrict act right. or the 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 protect ourselves from chinese espionage right. act why is it just like the inflation mean, reduction act
3: <laughs> yeah like
5: here we go you want to legalize marijuana right here's the bill
4: legalize marijuana that's it. Why does China it have to no 80 pages long? Nope. I mean, literally, that bill, as it's written, might as well be titled, We Have to Become China to Beat China. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what the bill should be called.
3: Well, I, 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 I don't know if it's to, to, to beat China in, in reality. I, I'm, China, has, I think, has so much control over not just our president, our, our, our office of president, other politicians as well. Well, uh, I, just, they, I
4: just mean in general how the how the Chinese control media and social yeah. media and everything else and the messaging. Like literally, that's what the restrict act. Yeah, to, it's, to I don't think it's, is. Yeah, I
3: think it's to become China. I don't think it's to beat China. I think it's literally to become China. Uh, and and as far as the censorship goes, like we 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 played the video a couple of weeks ago of the journalist in China who was put on the social credit. Uh, blacklist, and they literally put your name and address and broadcast it in every public place. You can't take mass transportation. You you literally can't do normal things because you're on this blacklist. And yeah. exactly what would happen. In the United States, and people like us who are very outspoken, they'd come after us immediately. And we're seeing what they're doing with Tucker Carlson. We're seeing what they're doing uh, with Twitter and, and how they're attacking Twitter constantly. They're coming after the independent journalists next.
4: Absolutely, and people like us. So, absolutely. Well, absolutely. A lot, a lot, going
5: on. And I think, but like- I'm going to jump off here right now because yeah, apparently, apparently, my laptop charger, apparently my laptop charger is broken.
6: Well,
3: We
2: were, we were
3: going to wrap up any minute anyway. So perfect timing, oh, Kevin. Cool. Tell, everybody, right. tell everybody where they can find you one last time. We appreciate you coming on. We definitely got to do this again.
5: Absolutely. You guys can go to loudmajorityusa.com. That's loudmajorityusa.com. Pick up a funny t-shirt, support the show. Or you can go to rumble.com slash LFA TV or rumble.com slash loudmajorityus.
3: Love it. Go, go uh, check out LFA TV, follow Kevin, check out his show. He's doing great work with the loud majority. Shout out to our sponsors, my Patriot cigars, Kush creams, and serious CBD. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening. We, we might have a a fun guest on Friday. Uh, check it out, uh, me and Alan will be back same bad time, same bad channel. I'll be back tomorrow morning, bright and early, with my man Garrett for Winning Wednesday. And next week we got the mostly mostly peaceful Latinas joining us next Tuesday, so that'll Ooh. be a great show for that. It was fun. We'll be back next week. Everybody enjoy the rest of the week. Until next time, where we go one, we go all.
6: See ya. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system. And our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it. They know it. I know it. And pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power stuff. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents, in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you. It's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie 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 and then again they will do worse than that they will do whatever is necessary the clintons are criminals remember that this is well documented and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment. Of reckoning, I didn't need to do this. Folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family. Instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks, who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel. So strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. The
2: truth.